You're listening to The People's Wrestling Podcast with your host, Ali Bunker. Yes, welcome to another episode of The People's Wrestling Podcast, and I am your host, Ali Bunker. As always, I am joined by Aiden Bunker. Aiden, how are you? I'm all right. A little bit bunged. Bunged. Aiden Bunger. Hey. Hey. Do you remember the, the Pro Evo point. player called Bungare? Bungare, yeah. It's the closest thing I could ever get to a commentary name. The closest I've ever got to actually being able to have the commentator say my name on any game ever. On FIFA... Sometimes I, I even have to use Duncan. Yeah, Duncan. <laughs> or there was one called... It was J-U-N-K-E-R. And I think this is perfect. Junker. And then it comes out as Junker. Junker. Yeah, no. I don't know why they don't have our name. I don't know why. I emailed them once. Did you? Yeah. <laughs> them. Just them. Just EA Sports. <laughs> <laughs> didn't, didn't happen. Uh, someone else who probably struggles to find a commentary name for himself, like that one. Uh, I'm joined by Matt Bumby. Matt Bumby, how are you? Very well, thank you. Bumby, busy when I hear <laughs> <laughs> that. That's quite close. Bumby. Bumby. Yeah, I mean, you can get away with that. like how a posh person might say it. You can get away with that just being like a pronunciation thing. Yeah. I think that's uh, that one's better than Duncan. Or Buffon, as I was the closest in the alphabet. Yeah. Anyway, that's the perils of having a weird, rubbish surname. Um, right. Amen to that. Amen to that. <laughs> you could probably use Ali, though. Well, I do. And then suddenly, in the last, I think it was Pro Evo, they changed it to Delhi. And now I can't have Ali. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's annoying. Anyway, right, on to more pressing matters. Big week of wrestling this week. We got some news coming out, mainly about. Um, well, there was some big, big news actually from the world of wrestling. We'll get to that in a bit because that pertains more to Raw. Um, but mainly about the Hall of Fame. But we didn't really mention it last week. But there was a big announcement last week about um, the Hall of Fame this year. And uh, Degeneration X are going in. Uh, the whole lineup, a lineup that never actually really happened at one time, did it? Yeah, barely. Uh, it might have overlapped a tiny bit. I don't think bit. China was in it when Sean came back. When Sean came back? Yeah. As in 2002 back? Yeah, you know when they had... They had uh, no, sort of oh, you 19, mean like 1999 sort of he, time. Yeah, when he was like commissioner. Type. I don't think China was in it. Maybe she was. Mm, I, I watched an episode a few weeks ago when Sean came back with them, reunited with them, and she was doing her own thing with Mark Henry. Yeah, that that's what I thought. Yeah, I thought it was kind of their own thing. Because yeah. like, he left, and then the New Age Outlaws and X-Pac joined. Yeah. And then China was obviously already there. China China and Triple H, something happened around WrestleMania, didn't didn't it? 99 that, that time. Well, they left to join the, they, to corpora- join the corporation. Corporation, yeah. yeah. So, who knows? Who does know? Who does know? Um, but yeah, they've gone in. Which is a big announcement, actually. But it's, it's, they've left it very late to announce, to make these announcements now. Yeah, and they've only announced two, which I'm sure we'll, we'll, we'll get to the well, other one I think it's going to be one a week now, isn't it? Potentially. Well, yeah, but it did make me wonder, because there's, what, six of them in DX that are going in? Yeah. Um, it did make me wonder if, are they going to do separate speeches? <laughs> I don't think so. I think the idea is that they're they're all going in as a team, so they'll they'll go in together. Yeah, that's why I assume it's just a lot of people up on stage at once, isn't it? it is. I can't China. really see them giving Billy Gunn much time. <laughs> well, even so, I imagine him and Road Dog would probably go up together, like if they were doing it separately or not. But 
Yeah, Billy Gunn, let's face it, Billy Gunn, Road Dog, and X-Pac, none of whom have individual careers worthy of the Hall of Fame. So, like, I don't think they'd do it individually. Yeah, I guess. It's just, yeah, there's there's still... In that case, we'll be looking for, for one a week. It's just... Because yeah, I, like, I reckon they're going to want to keep it a bit shorter this year, the Hall of Fame. Oh, yeah, definitely. Because lately it's just been going on too long. Yeah. To the point where people well, are just leaving. Because I ain't staying up till like one o'clock in the morning and then we got to get up six o'clock in the morning the next day. <laughs> Why have we got to get up at six? Because we've got to be in the queue for like seven, haven't we? Well, I mean, we could do it. Like, I, f- I fucking do it for pay-per-views and stuff anyway over here. So it's not like I'm used to staying up till four or five a.m. and then getting up at seven. You don't go to work the next day. Every now and then. Do you? Not for the big ones. Yeah, fair enough. Do you ever stay up and watch any of the smaller ones? Depends. It like if I'm if I'm not if I get the feeling that I'm not going to be able to sleep, or if I try and sleep and I can't, then I'll think fuck it. I'll just stick it on. Fair enough. Um, yeah. So probably one, probably one a week. I don't know. I mean, I don't know how many there are. They announced the second one on SmackDown. Well, they didn't announce it on SmackDown. It was it, announced before. It was yeah. revealed before, but they didn't announce it on Raw. It wasn't on Raw, was it? But um, yeah. So the second one being. What people are claiming to be the world's, well, the greatest intercontinental champion ever, the Honky Tonk Man. Um, I, dis- I dispute that fact. <laughs> um, but, you know, can't be denied. He had an over, what, 400-day reign or something. Um, I like the Honky Tonk Man. I mean, terrible, terrible wrestler. Terrible, terrible singer, dancer. Whoa. But great, I will not have that. great charisma. Could not play a guitar to save his life. <laughs> no, he couldn't. I mean, I can't really play the guitar, but... My gimmick isn't playing the guitar and dancing around. But he was funny. Like, I'm watching the package back on um, SmackDown. It was quite cool to watch, like, a lot of his good moments. So he'd forgotten about or maybe didn't even see. I love his comment about people thinking he looks like Elvis and he gets out all the time and he's like, I don't even know who that is. <laughs> <laughs> so he was, he, he, was a good, he was obviously a character, loads of charisma. Who would have thought back at, when, when was it, WrestleMania? Four or five or whenever, when um, DDP drove him out, yeah, that his, both of them would be that his driver would go in before he did. <laughs> yeah, um, I don't think it was WrestleMania four. I think it might have been six. Around that time. But yeah, no crazy, crazy situation really to be in. Who would have thought at that? Who would DDP have even thought he'd be a wrestler at that point? <laughs> like, let alone in the Hall of Fame. Mainly for stuff done after his wrestling career, but, you know. Yeah, I was going to say, mainly he was in there for... Helping other people. Stuff done after. <laughs> um, but yeah, so the Hall of Fame is on the um, Saturday, I believe. Um, yeah, Saturday. While we're, while we're out in New York ourselves, enjoying the, the WrestleMania festivities. Please, please. So it's about five weeks now. And we, um, we should probably get some, some idea of what we're doing, lads. Yeah, it would be good. Because we've got our flights, we've got our accommodation sorted, and we've got all of our access tickets. Do we have Mania tickets yet? It's e-tickets. Oh, yeah. Matt's got them. No, I sent you them. No, you didn't. You sent me an email which said, here's your tickets, and then I go in and it's like... <laughs> you have to log in. Here's no tickets. <laughs> They're e-tickets, so they'll be somewhere. I'm probably on your Ticketmaster login. Okay, well, we'll, we'll, we'll do that before we go out there. Yeah, we'll have to redress that. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's all sorted. What we, we don't quite know what we're doing about getting to the airport. Yeah, that's another thing we need to figure out. I was looking at the hotels, but 
That's another story. Have um, we got our access tickets yet? They're all e e tickets. Oh, are they? Yeah. So I've got all those. They're all in one place on my phone, so that's good. Um, but yeah, no, just really, really looking forward to it. Really excited uh, just to be in New York again because I bloody love New York. Oh, I bloody love New York. More so than um, Aiden loves Brooklyn. <laughs> yeah, let's. I don't know what your deal is with Brooklyn. What is your deal with Brooklyn? He doesn't like that they get wrestling so often that he don't appreciate it. Yeah, it was the fact that the crowds is just full of pricks who are always trying to kind of. Fucking marks. Like, trying, trying to hijack the show, but in a way where it diverts attention away from the wrestling. Doing a whole beach ball shit. Beach ball, beach ball bit, yeah. Is the fact that they, they get a show what feels like every three months at this point. Um, same with Florida, by the way. Have you heard the, the WrestleMania announcement? Yeah, fucking Florida again. Florida again next year for WrestleMania, which makes it four times in 12 years, I think. Every three years they get WrestleMania. They've got 2008, 2012, well, 2017. Like, maybe the old PW Peach can help out. I need to know what belt to buy. Do I buy the UK <laughs> title or do I buy the Intercontinental title? Oh, I don't know. I mean, personally, if, I would go. I would go with the UK one for you. I think that suits you. If you buy the UK one. Will you fight Ashley for a unification belt? <laughs> yes, I will. <laughs> right, yeah, sorry, Ashley, but my money's on that. You want it time, anywhere. You want it signed, don't you? By strong, well, British Strongstar. Well, not not British Strongstar, just just Pete Dunne, really. <laughs> so yeah, it, it would make more sense if you just get that one. Because, yeah, I, I picture you with that more than I do the Incontinental. The Incontinental yeah. is more of the workers' title. <laughs> it's a bit too flash for you. You're more of a oh. the gritty, like, you know. <laughs> I don't know what that is. I don't know what I'm trying to say here. Fist pump. The, the gritty, like, you know. Bastard. Yeah, you're bastard. That's what you are. You're bastard. Pack would have been good with that title. Yeah. Pack and done. Oh. What match that would be? Pack done. Done pack. That sounds like a yoghurt. Fleur pack. Um, yeah. So, we'll put that one out to the PP, PW, the, the, <laughs> the PW peeps. PP peeps. <laughs> um, see what title Matt should buy while he's at WrestleMania. That's bearing in mind, obviously, they're really fucking expensive. I know I won't be buying one, that's for sure. Um, I do want to, kind of want to get one of those championship cushions. Really? Yeah. It looks so naff. Some of them look really they good. They do look really naff. I was so going to buy one and I went, no. Yeah, <laughs> the only problem is in the Euro store, they've only got WWE, Universal and both the women's and titles. The women's ones. But yeah. in America, they've got like the World Heavyweight, they've got yeah. the Winged Eagle. Yeah. Oh, I, like that. I did like that one, actually. Are winged, but... That's true. Unless they've got no wings. <laughs> <laughs> Stay the fucking obvious. We should really, I think we should really start talking about this week's wrestling. Yeah, we no? should probably talk about wrestling. We did, yeah. we talked about an outfit for WrestleMania. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, the Honky Tonk Man going in, what, what's our feels on that? Deserved, not deserved, looking forward to it, not looking forward to it, don't really care. I don't deserved. really care, to be honest. Yeah, I wouldn't have, I know, thought, I know I wouldn't have thought you really cared about Honky Tonk Man. I know he's before my time, but, and I've, I've watched little bits here and there, but... 
like when you think of the caliber of superstar is it really hall of fame like they're kind of like they have, they have done for a few years now but they are kind of scraping the barrel a bit <laughs> just because you wrestled in the 80s doesn't automatically make you a hall of famer yeah it's true but i mean he did have a know, historic he, title reign yeah he's had that and he was an entertaining character as opposed to like wrestler yeah. But I want to know when fucking Dwight the Clown's going in. <laughs> which one? Yeah, which one? Vader should be going in. That's that's who should be going in. Big Van Vader. Yeah, Bam Bam Bigelow. Bam Bam, yeah. There's quite a few that you could justify going in ahead of the Honky Tonk Man, I think. Um, Christian. Well, some point, yeah, Christian's Christian, got like, Do you think it's now become like a real? Yeah. Well, like, the, <laughs> never gonna, until he dies. <laughs> The thing supposedly has been the Vince McMahon has just never no, liked him. Liked him. <laughs> so yeah, maybe that's just it. He just yeah, he won't put him in. Oh, yeah, I hate his face. <laughs> you ever hear about the theory that he wanted a, a roaming dot to cover up his face yeah. as he wrestled? <laughs> like I think Kevin Dunn or something was just like, how the fuck am I going to do that? How do you want me to achieve this? Just put him in a fucking mask. Um, right. Well, let's get on. Actually, some other news that came out. Releases. So, we spoke last week about Ty Dillinger being released from his contract and Hideo Itami. Um, there was another release. I can't even remember who it was now. TJP. TJP. Who, in my opinion, should be in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> uh, TJP, who... I've never, really, I've never really looked into it, but has a lot of hate online. <laughs> oh, yeah. People will say that he's like a pervert, like he's a creep. He's basically a bedo. Is he? Got like, like weirdly messaging like fifteen like underage girls, oh. like kind of quasi inappropriate messages and stuff that you just think like, really, you're like thirty two or however old he is. Like this is weird. Oh, fair enough. Oh, this is a bit of a bit of an off track. Have you seen the trailer for um, Ricky Gervais' new show? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I've seen the one bit of it. Where he's in the playground. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's the only bit I've seen. Yeah, that's the only bit I've seen. <laughs> Absolutely brilliant. I want to clip that last bit, the insult that he does, and send it to Adrian Durham. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know, again, this is off track. Did you hear what he said yesterday about they should postpone the uh, Man United game? Yeah, because they've got injuries. Yeah. If that had been Tottenham, he'd have been like, no, play it. Play it. Yeah, should have not buying yeah, players. Should have strengthened the squad. Uh, what a dick. Anyway, let's not um, scrape the barrel even further. By I've mentioned the Adrian Durham many more times on this podcast, but he is a fucking prick. Um, no, 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 no. He's a fat he ginger cunt. <laughs> and I have told him on many a time. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, right. And okay. Still block me. He still hasn't blocked me. <laughs> Right, let's move on then. So, big, big news coming out of the world of wrestling this week. Uh, it came out online, which, you know, obviously. But I guess I'll let them off in this case. Roman Reigns made his return to Monday Night Raw to give an update on his his health status, his condition. And he announced he's officially in remission from the cancer, leukaemia, which had kept him out of the ring since October, I think it was. Um, there was an emotional time, emotional announcement. Well, I mean, we had we spoke at length about it on the podcast, I think, and we all wished him well, and we were all, you know, fairly devastated for him. But it seems like, you know, he's he's come out on top on on this one, for at least for now. 
Which I never thought um, you'd say. Glad everything's obviously gone right for him. I'm very... I don't know if impressed is the right word, but I'm very surprised and I guess impressed so at how quickly it's all, all gone down. It must have kind of caught it really early. I think I think it's a case of he... It may have even Boy, it been a case have been of them being over... mild or something. It might have even been a case of them just being overly... Not overly cautious. cautious, but just being like, any sign of it, take yourself out, away from the stuff, go get it sorted. And even if it's not that serious, we can't take any risks. And that might have just been what it was. Mm. I mean, he obviously knows the signs, having you know having had it before, and battled it before. Um, so he must have known that something wasn't right, and he would have got that advice from from doctors i doubt he would have stepped away from the ring like willingly particularly happily so you know i think he's been given advice it might have been cautious advice and now they've they've discovered it's perhaps not as bad as first thought and he's um and he's you know managed to put it in remission i mean he's come out and said he's in remission which means he definitely had cancer again because you're not in remission unless you had it you know he would have been yeah. out of remission from when he had it before um, and then um, to be back in remission means you definitely had a cancer. So it could have been a mild sort of form, which, you know, it's still cancer at the end of the day. And this is, I don't want to go on a big rant, but I, people, know, yeah, I know what you're going to talk about. I, mean, I, I want to talk about it as well. People who are saying that it, you know, it must be an angle. It must just be WWE trying to get him over. Like, honestly, get a life. Like, and that, how low can you be to, and, I don't care if it's even if you think that little of WWE that they would do that. Why do you think that little of Roman Reigns that he would fake that? Like as someone who, especially someone who had cancer to begin like before, he's not going to be like, yeah, I'll do, yeah, I'll fake that I've got cancer. That's, that's one of the lowest things you could do is fake a disease like cancer, and they're not going to do that. That's the kind of thing which I, I don't think they would even have done in nineteen ninety nine, and that's saying something. Let alone now. Um, I even saw someone say, uh, "Until not I to think, not to think Vince hasn't probably thought about it." <laughs> I mean, Wait, he's thought about a lot of weird shit. Yeah, um, he thought about he uh, do incest, incest stuff with Shane and Stephanie. In storyline, not real. <laughs> he didn't think about doing incest stuff. <laughs> well, we we don't know. Um, we don't know what Vince. Thinks. But yeah, I've even seen. That's someone, why we're not billionaires. Even seen someone go as far as say that. Um, until they see the medical records, they're not going to believe it. Exactly. You just think, fucking, why? Why is the fact that this is been, like that this may be a work even a discussion? And also, like, okay, Kevin Owens, double knee surgery. He's just come back. We'll get on to that. Yeah. Why? Why, why don't you work? need to see his medical records to know that he just had double knee surgery? We got no proof. He's walking fine. He sent pictures of casts on his legs, but you can just buy casts. Exactly. Like, it's absolutely ridiculous and. I mean, I know that WWE might have been accused of maybe doing some shady stuff like to just get fan reactions and get buzz and all of that back in the day. But they would never have done this. Never this is, have gone this far. This is too too close to home. Yeah. Like, it's too real for them to fuck with something like that. And by all they, accounts... They could do stuff with relationships and marriage or whatever. They've even done stuff with, like, miscarriages and yeah. stuff like that, but... Hopefully we'll never see any of that again. But um, they would just never, ever do this. And it's, I don't know, it's just I can't understand the mindset of people who want to just, they've already got, 
in their mind how they feel about Roman. And I understand, like, yeah, just if, because he if was it away. Was Rollins or something that went out, this would never have exactly. been a discussion. But like, just because he's been away, I get that you shouldn't necessarily change how you feel about a wrestling character, which is fine. But we're talking about a personal issue here. Like, it's not Roman Reigns who's going through this issue, it's Joe and Hawaii. And, like, there are two different people Roman Reigns. <laughs> Regnus. Rengs. Yeah, spelling, people. I feel, spelling. I feel bad for saying this. But probably AEW fans. I don't know. Kind of dickheads that they are. I mean, I don't want to tar away AEW fans with the same brush because you know that would be that would be incorrect. I'm sure there's there's hundreds of thousands of WWE fans who I think are absolute cretins. But um, I mean, <laughs> you're right. I don't know if you're right. Maybe I don't know if AEW fans really care about Roman Reigns. If I'm honest, they say they won't. Yeah. And then they'll come out of the woodwork um, when he when he makes an appearance. But I, yeah, it was. It's um, more the people who are like, I'm sick of WWE. This is something they would do, like, never yeah, watching they, again. They, I've cancelled my subscription two weeks later. Yeah. I was watching Fastlane. Like, they've tried everything to get Reigns over. They tried reuniting the Shield. They tried getting him sympathy. They tried making him underdog or whatever. Let's give him cancer. That's obviously the next logical. That is the next logical step, yes. Um. But anyway, yeah, enough about that. It was a good, it was a feel-good moment. I'm, I'm glad they they just let him come out, and it seemed like they just gave him all the time in the world. I know. He took his time coming down to the ring, and for the entire time he was coming down to the ring, the crowd were going nuts. Yeah, and I was I was absolutely delighted that the crowd reacted the way they did. Yeah, and I know that people were saying, oh, it should have been a surprise, he shouldn't have announced that he was going to be there, but this is one of the times when they should have. Yeah, I think that... You Just want to the let most that, eyes. that build. Yeah, you want the most eyes on that announcement. Yeah. Rather than, I don't know, announcing a little part the Undertaker's of return ahead of advance. Perfect time to turn him heel. I mean, yeah, I mean... Just come out and says, Fickle! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. Oh, now you cheer me. Now you're cheering me. <laughs> I think if he screwed Seth at WrestleMania, I think it'd just be... Like the biggest U-turn ever, and people would be like, "Oh shit!" Well, if anyone, 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 I don't know where to cheer him. Anyone who stops um, Brock Lesnar from losing that title, he immediately is a massive heel. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's why Baron Corbin gets as much heat as he does right now, because Brock Lesnar would have lost that title to Braun if it wasn't for him. Um, but well, it's not the only reason. Um, speaking of Baron Corbin, actually, lose it if he didn't have it, it he comes. Huh? It was vacant, yes. It comes across very well in interviews, I've discovered, Baron Corbin. Interviews as in... Not promos, like out of personal tea, interviews, yeah. out, out of character ones. We should get him on. <laughs> get him on. Matt, make also, it happen. He's also fucking massive. Yeah, you, you forget. Why do I have to make it happen? You're almost as big as him. Yeah. If we see him at Access, I'll ask him. <laughs> okay, give him one of our business well, cards. <laughs> I've still got them saved on my we desktop. We need to make some business cards. We really do. <laughs> I've got them saved on my on my desktop, uh, my work computer, from last year when you needed an example one. <laughs> 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 I've always kept them just in case. Maybe we'll do that, yes. Um, anyway, back to what we were talking about. Yeah, I was delighted that the crowd reacted in the way they do. And, and in general, like the reaction from people online and, and fans was, was really, really positive. Even you, Matt, you're quite happy to see him back. I am happy to see him back. It, I think even if you go back to when he actually happened, 
I was gutted because he was just turning that that curve and he was just having great matches and he was just starting to build himself back up and then he had to relinquish the title. Yeah. And I think it was, I think it was the start of a, of a new... A new dawn, wasn't a, it? Yeah. A it post-Brock Lesnar reign finally dawn. got the title. He got out of the initial defences and now it's like, right, let's see what he can do with a title because he's never really had the title for that long. He's never had a good reign, has he? Um... So it was the start of a of a new dawn, yeah, and it was cut short. So it's a bit of a shame. I think the hole that he the hole that he left was massive. Yeah, and I mean they've WWE to, to their credit have done quite well in mm. in in making you feel like okay, there is life post Roman for them. Yeah, um, I mean and they, it's they've like managed the fact to come f- back so soon. It doesn't. We weren't all desperate for him to return straight away. It was just like a really pleasant surprise when they announced that he was coming back yeah and um it was it, it was like I'm not I think I tweeted this out as well like I'm not particularly an emotion filled person it takes a lot to move me but you shall not be moved when when he said I'm in remission and the crowd just exploded yeah I, I got chills it was really <laughs> weird just sitting here watching it in my living room I got chills watching it just because it was, (laughs) it was just like an eruption from the people, and it just it continued. Yeah, it just rumbled on. And even though it was expected, I think everyone was expecting him to say that after the you know what had come before, and you know he seemed very positive. So Mm. I think we were all expecting that. But yeah, I was watching it like just on my way to work. I wasn't watching it. I I, I wasn't expecting here, like when they announced that he's that he was going to be there. I wasn't expecting him to say that it was all clear oh really basically. I was just expecting a just an update I was expecting a positive update well, I'll be back soon sort of yeah. yeah but yeah I, I genuinely wasn't expecting a full on like yeah I guess so hit home run I think I maybe I think I was expecting that I don't know why I was expecting that one did you um, but yeah no it, it just felt it just felt good it was like something the Raw has been kind of missing for a long yeah, long real time real feel good actual, moment like, like obviously the moment he went that was sad and that was like genuine respect that the crowd showed him I mean we've had it with Daniel Bryan as well um, and you know just genuine real happy emotion from wrestling fans all at once it's just such a rare it, it thing wasn't like there wasn't anyone being like uh, I don't like the way they've booked this promo <laughs> or he should have come out at the end or yeah. anything like that it was just I'm happy to see him yeah. I'm happy with what he said and it was simple, and like I mean, it wasn't a promo as such, was no. it? He was just talking from the heart, how he felt, like saying thanks a lot, and you know, just it was from the heart. It was heartfelt, and I think the crowd responded in Did kind. You see the moment where he he said something, um, he said something, and then there was there was booze from the crowd. Yeah, and, and he kind of looked, and he was like. What are you booing? What are you booing? And then, like, people in the crowd were like, we're booing that guy. And he's yeah. just like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what I was worried about. Like, I thought there'd be maybe more just the... Like, it's Romans. There's always that little pocket of people who are just going to be pricks. Yeah. And, I mean, I get that. If you don't like Roman Reigns as a character, then fine, boo him. But now wasn't the time. Like, that wasn't the time at all. Yeah, booing. or even if, if you are going to boo him... But it's kind of in jest. Yeah, it's like, like you do a Kurt Angle. <laughs> yeah, similar thing. <laughs> we don't boo him, we tell him he sucks. I don't, I hate that. Yeah, I know. Um, so, but yeah, there's always going to be that, that tiny little pocket. And I would... Like, if if I was in the crowd, 
I'd um, boo those people I'd, too. Yeah, I'd boo those people. I'd fucking call them, call them a cunt or whatever, and I'd hide behind Matt when they turn around. Mm. Um, <laughs> but uh, I couldn't imagine being that guy and having a hundred people around me or calling me a prick for being a prick. Yeah, I'd rather them call me a prick for not being a prick. At least I wasn't being a prick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> you imagine like like Matt's gone off to the bar or something and he's just like what do you want and we're just like some booze and everyone's like he just booed Roman Reigns <laughs> give me some booze <laughs> that would be the weirdest conversation yeah that would be weird <laughs> I'm at a pub what do you want booze <laughs> anyway right let's move on so Raw Raw felt like a big big week this week like the Roman announcement really touched, sort of set it on its way it was a, I think it was a, one of the best rules of a long time, if not the best. For it was like a wave, years. a wave of momentum that they managed somehow managed to carry on for three hours. I thought it dipped in the middle a bit. Which where, is always going to happen. Which is always going to happen. Now it's a long show. But um, if you take that middle of this week's raw, um, and compare, like stick it in the middle of other average rules, it would elevate that raw to a good raw. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, you're right. Um, so the Roman announcement really sort of helped. Then we had a little nice moment with Seth at the end. Um, oh, part of me thought, are they going to bring Dean out here? They didn't. Um, and then, yeah, just sort of carried on in the same vein. We had a big sort of moment with Rhonda and Becky again and Rhonda and Steph. I'm, I'm she... going to put this out here and you might be like, what? Didn't like the Becky bit. No, I've been... I thought it was a bit like nothing I've been kind of down on the Becky thing because they're they're making her look really stupid, especially before the suspension of just like just just apologize, just say literally just say sorry and it's fine. Yeah. Okay. Right. We finally got out of the way. Right now she's suspended, but she's showing up every week, even though they keep telling her that she'll be fired or whatever. Yeah, but that's more of a that's more of a I'm not letting this lie sort of thing because the suspension runs till after Mania. Yeah, but I mean, at this point, like she didn't show up last week, but she showed up at Elimination Chamber. She showed up this week, and those are the two, the two, <clears throat> the two weeks after she got suspended. So at this rate, she's showing up once a week. Yeah. Which, it's just too much for me. Like, we've still got, what, five oh. weeks until Mania. Have, like, two weeks off. Because I know we live in the age now where everyone needs everything straight away. So if they don't get Becky this week, then they're going to complain online. Yeah. But there there was a period when, say, Austin would be arrested or suspended or whatever, and he wouldn't be well, on TV for This is the thing that's annoying me. They're trying way too hard yeah. the, the, to they, recreate the Stone Cold thing. They've, they've, they went with the Stone Cold thing initially, but this week they've gone with the Brett thing, saying Becky did this to Becky. Yeah, it's like how many that. characters are they going to try and turn is, her is into? playing the whole, well, he's doing the Vince thing. Becky did this to herself. Well, Stephanie said it on her promo. Uh, yeah, and Steph said it as well. So, it's like how many how many of these ex-characters are they going to try and turn Becky well, into? I mean, it's not if, if you're going to work well, with some ex-characters, they're going to say they're pretty good characters to choose. I mean... But you know what they always say, like, you don't want to be the next Stone Cold or whatever. You want to be the first Becky Lynch. I know, but if you're going to be you're going to be the next Stone Cold, then it probably means you're quite doing quite well. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean... It's just I too frequent mind, for me. I didn't point. mind the Becky thing. I thought it was... What happened to Rhonda? Why was she... She looked hurt when... Um, after Becky had been 
taken up the ramp. Ronda was on the floor outside the ring. Basically, Finley shoot wrestled her to the ground. <laughs> <laughs> he full on got like a waist lock on her, and she was like trying to break free. And he literally just pulled her down to the ground. And really? Like, <laughs> well, he is Irish. He's on Becky's side. And I love to fight. <laughs> he does love to fight. Uh, did he grab her by the shillelaghs? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what that's supposed to mean. Um, but yeah, so yeah, this moment, I mean, and what happened after? Like, Ronda sort of stumbled through a bit of a promo. I don't want to be harsh on her because that's just kind of a thing now. She sort of stumbles through promos where she's talking too fast for her brain. Yeah. Um, but, you know, she did all right. She doesn't Ian Dowie. Yeah, but he's, he says stuff before his brain's thought about what he's saying. Yeah, um, I feel like she's trying to think, but she's thinking so hard that she's talking too fast. It's like she she's, what she's, say. she's remembering a script, Yeah, but she's just remembering the words. Yeah, and you know when people read like, I went to the shop and I did this and it was yeah. a good day. It's, it almost comes across like that. <laughs> like when kids read to you at she a play. Just, she just doesn't need to use so many big words. I know. Suit it just doesn't sound natural even if that is how she speaks yeah that's not how the majority of people speak yeah so she's it's not like she's playing a damien sandow gimmick <laughs> that's true um but yeah i mean i didn't mind this segment i just feel a little, i just left it a little bit confused which i guess is what they were aiming for like what did I mean, ronda Nat, do Nat, you only did... got punched in the face and she was down for 10 minutes i know and she got like carried back to the yeah like she, was she didn't even get hit with the crutch she did she li- I don't think so. No, no, she did. Uh. She got hit over the back. But she was limping. She got punched in the face and hit in the back. She'd literally just been in a match. Yeah. It was all a bit strange, wasn't it? So, yeah, I mean, I wasn't a big fan of the segment, but it just left me a bit confused. And I, as I say, I guess that's what they're aiming for. But what did Ronda do here? Did she give up the title? Are they going to be like, well, oh, you can't, like you can't give up the title? Like, I felt know. like for her to do that, she should have, have said something like, like, she should have made it clear of her words yeah. that well if you don't reinstate Becky then this whole Wrestlemania match is off yeah that's literally what... say something like that rather than just saying you should make the right choice and then just lay the title down that's what I think that's how I think she should well they should approach this like if... <coughs> which I'm sure is probably surely... what they are doing it's they... just she should have said it yeah I hope they are doing because clearly Ronda they don't want Ronda to be the heel um, and I don't think they want Becky to be on the hill. I think they're going with the, Charlotte is the hill. The other two are faces. Charlotte's the chosen one. Yeah, um, which is fine. But Ronda, if in, to help Ronda, she needs something like that to say, like, okay, well, if you're not going to give, if you're not going to put Becky in the match, then I'm not going to be in the match either. You're not going to have a main main event for WrestleMania. Now, what are you going to do? Yeah, and maybe have. Like, she's Bronda's a big star. Like yeah. she needs to start acting like a big star, and have like, I don't know. <coughs> let's say she has vacated the title. Charlotte alluded to on SmackDown about being there to claim the title, but maybe have like a battle royal or something where we'll say like, fine, we're going to crown a new Royal Women's Champion. This is the person who's going to face Charlotte at Mania, and have it be like, oh, like all the crowd being like, oh, we don't want to see any of these people face yeah. Charlotte, and then have. Becky and Ronda, like either together, which would be weird, or individually, come in and just fuck shit up. Mm. Be like, look, we're taking back our main event. Yeah. Like, they've worked collaboratively to get this main event back, yeah. as opposed to oppos- being on opposition sides. Yeah. 
And then it'll just end up as a two on one handicap match at Mania. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think it will. Um, but yeah, I see what your point, Matt, being about not being too keen on this one. I, it just felt a bit brushed under the carpet a little bit. And I, I, they're playing off the whole like Becky being arrested thing. And I know Becky's been tweeting as if she was in jail for, for the last day or two. Um, and Do you remember? She had mug shots done, which were clearly done backstage at Raw. Do you remember a few years ago when Vince McMahon got arrested after like with his Roman Reigns feud, and they like they sent Renee Young out to a local police station. They like were there yeah. for the night, got reports, stuff like that, and then the the uh, mugshot photos came out that night. I think it would have been a bit like if they really if that was the main story of the night, yeah. which it didn't seem like it was. If it was, <clears throat> they should have done something like that like carried it on rather than just being like oh yeah Becky's gone she's arrested well people get arrested so much in wrestling now though. it's just <laughs> like it's just another oh yeah someone got arrested let's move on they'll be back next week I did like her line when she was like oh be careful of my wrist I need to hold the uh, title up <laughs> yeah. saying you should be arresting them because they've stolen this from me or yeah. something they've stolen the match from me she, Becky, I mean Becky is killing it at the end of the day it's just I just felt this one was a little bit flat yeah that's all. Um, like, this could have been the highlight of an average Raw. Yeah. Because it was a good Raw, I think it got... Yeah, it almost got lost in the shuffle a little bit. What they need to do is say that they're going to have a match at Fastlane for the title, like, like a Battle Royal or something, and then they come in and do it. Like, leave it till then, or leave it till after. Like, I want to be going into WrestleMania thinking... Is this going to happen? Yeah, but WWE, WWE don't him. want that, do they? Because they want people to go to WrestleMania and to watch it. And that's well, the problem, yeah, I think. We've got a ticket. Well, I know we have. <laughs> and people are not going to watch it, are they? Well, I don't think so. But I think WWE might feel that way. Yeah. It's, I can't remember a time they've ever gone into at WrestleMania saying, ooh, is this match going to happen? Like, Apart I know John Cena and The Undertaker. We've had that. I mean, in terms of like a main event match, I know with Brian we had like he had to get past oh. Triple H to get to Mania or get to the main event, but you were still getting a Brian Triple H match regardless. Yeah, um, so yeah, probably a slightly different situation, but I don't know. I really don't know how to play it, and that's probably a good thing, if I'm honest. How WWE are gonna play this one? <coughs> They've got a couple of ways, so let's see. Yeah, we'll see what they, see what they go with. Uh, moving on from that then, so it was a few, like Raw was good. Like and there was a couple of weird-ish moments, um, like Elias, for instance, was out there. He got interrupted um, by Lacey Evans, right? Yeah. And then she yeah. got she got interrupted by Dean Ambrose, um, who came out to challenge Drew McIntyre to a no DQ match. Or no, was that it? He came out just to insult Elias, yeah. but also challenged Drew McIntyre to an ODQ match, um, which led to a little thing with Elias. And so they had the match, and you know it was a better match than last time, which is good. Um, <laughs> Dean Ambrose wearing two belts, so he could take one off and whip him with it. Great, genius move. Genius, genius. Emphasis on the jeans. Um, blue jeans for Dean Ambrose this week. Back to his old look. Perhaps insinuating a lighter side to him as opposed to the dark side of his of his back jeans. Anybody else find it weird that he's is 
music played normally when he came out, Maybe and then when he went intro, back, he had an outro. It was like Mankind with two different entrances. Um, <coughs> that was weird. So, but yeah, um, Elias costs Dean the match, which I think you want to keep Drew strong, don't you? And this maybe leads into something with Elias for Dean Ambrose. I just don't have, like... <coughs> Sorry. I don't have positive vibes for the rest of Dean Ambrose's contract. And no, I, s- I don't. still don't know whether his, him leaving is a real the thing or not. Well, until, until I see his official contract, <laughs> I'm assuming it's a work. <laughs> um, there was a few rumours going around, and I thought this would be the case that a lot of people were saying that According to sources, um, Dean Ambrose has report, reportedly never been as happy like in the last few months backstage as he was when Roman was back. Like, Roman being back obviously has such a big impact on him that he might be reconsidering his contract situation. I don't know, but people like to play up on that, I think. Um, but yeah, don't have massively high hopes for Dean Ambrose. Renee Youngfield? She's there all the time. <laughs> she ain't Roman Reigns, is she? Shank the big dog. Oh, um, Michael Cole must have been literally at the point of orgasm. Yeah, he did nearly come again. when he said it. <laughs> Here's <laughs> the big dog. <laughs> oh my god, he's so annoying. To be fair to him, though, I thought this week, and I don't know if it was just because he was amped up about Roman Reigns being back, but I felt like he was a bit better this week. Was he? I've heard like his, his calling of, of the action in the matches and stuff was just a bit better. He felt a bit more real um, by his standards anyway. Just less annoying. Yeah. It's all he needs to be for me. Just less annoying. He can still be annoying. Just be less annoying. That's all yeah. I ask. Um, just don't show your personality. <laughs> yeah, have no personality. Be like Tom Phillips. I wish he was like Tom Phillips. Tom Phillips is great. Tom <laughs> <coughs> Phillips is all right. I don't think he's great. Comparison. Um, moving on then to the rest of Raw. Well, I mean, we had obviously a big moments of finish. Um, we had Leo Rush ruining okay. everything. <laughs> Leo Rush, right? I'm a big fan of Leo Rush because he annoys the fuck out of me as a, as a hype man. Mainly just the way he says Lashley. Um, but he's great in the ring, and he's got a character down. Like he's nailed his character. He's the moth. Um, can we see like a Sean and Diesel situation happening with these two at some point? Lashley beats the shit out of him and maybe Finn comes and helps him and then that's a face turn for Leo. Or do we think he's too annoying, he'll always be a heel? I'm not sure. They supposedly <clears throat> are, are really high on him, especially his mic abilities after the supposedly was some initial heat due to potentially backstage kind of conduct because it's my weekly um, my weekly shout out to Lillian Garcia's podcast but he was on that this week and he was talking about how uh, he gets kind of misconstrued backstage because he's the kind of guy who keeps himself to himself he doesn't want to kind of go out and socialise with the guys which kind of comes across as a kind of cold hard demeanour or whatever but yeah I see good upside to him he's got a good character down he's very good on the mic he's very good in the ring he's fucking tiny he's so small um, that's the only problem I've got but... yeah that's the, that's the thing outside of wrestling guys like Finn Balor or something it's hard to see him really 
Right. I know we don't live in an era anymore where size really matters that much. But when you see, if he was to go and wrestle a guy like Lashley, you would just look at it and be like, nah, no chance. He literally looks like his son. Yeah, I don't really think there's an issue there with his size. But I, just, I don't know. I just think he's really great in the ring. He's really good on the mic. So he's got the tools. It's just his size, I guess, which might let him down. But we've seen it doesn't perhaps, leave, perhaps could, stop yeah, people I as much as he used to. I think he's definitely going to definitely be a star on 205 Live. What he doesn't have. Well, they could use his, his tenure on Raw as like, exposure for 205 Live if they want to stick him in, say, like a title feud or something. Yeah. Um, what he doesn't possess, though, is good timing. <laughs> Why? Based on his interruption during a moment of bliss. <laughs> so yeah, this one. Did, did you retweet something? Or did you retweet from the PWP account? Or he said, Ale- "Oh, did you send it to?" I sent know? it to you saying Alexis Bliss's new gimmick is just that she's horny twenty four seven. Yeah, which is a strange gimmick, really, because she's never really had any sort of. You know, with most women, you can pinpoint one time in their wrestling career where they've had like a love story angle. Yeah. But well, she's never had that. No. And now she's being all just like flirting. She's never needed to. She's had a, a legit yeah. wrestling love angle. I mean, I guess Charlotte hasn't. Um, but yeah, it's just a bit, it's a bit weird. It doesn't really make a lot of sense to make her into this character when her character, like she's a heel anyway. She's a heel. She's a great heel. So just keep being a heel. Don't just be a horny bitch. Even if like <clears throat> it's to manipulate a good guy into thinking that he has a chance with her or something, and then she turns around and slaps him or something like that. Yeah. Then that at least enhances her character. But yeah, at the moment she's not really showing too many heelish tendencies. It's not doing anything. And yeah, she's just horny. She's still injured. No. no, she she wrestled Natty on her house show this week, and oh. she was wearing um like knee high Converse like AJ used to do, which was weird. Really? Yeah, um, but uh, like, yeah, someone tweeted her saying, "Are you um, are you just a talk show talk show host or are you a wrestler?" And she just tweeted with the shrugging emoji. <laughs> I don't know. Doesn't sound the most positive sort of reaction, does it? I don't know, but I, I mean, I like she's good on the mic, so she can pull off the whole talk show host thing. You know, I think there's too many talk shows in WWE. I don't know why that ever became a thing. Why did it become? A thing? I mean, Jericho kind of started it, I think. Well, well I, I mean, even back in the nineties, Piper's Pit and King's Court, uh, and we had something with the Undertaker and Paul Bearer. But yeah, I mean, it's just I don't know. I don't get it. Why do we need these? Because every now and then they crack out the Ambrose Asylum. They used to have the Rollins Report. They've had the Peep Show. The They've had the Sammy, Cutting the, Edge. The Kevin and Sammy Show. Kevin and Sammy Show. <laughs> yeah, the Peep Show. <laughs> um, don't know. I'm sure Michael's had one back in the day. The Heartbreak Hotel, I think it was called. Um, the Bar Harbour Shop. Yeah, Brutus the Bar. Fucking hell, it's been loads. <laughs> Didn't Jake the Snake have one? Or am I making that up? I think he was on one with The Undertaker once. I thought their rivalry started. Didn't the Undertaker have one called the Parlour? The Parlour? The funeral parlour. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I think he, I think Paul Bearer did and Undertaker was just kind of there. Um, but yeah, no, there's been, there's been fucking loads. I just think there's too many. There's, like, the moment of Bliss is, is kind of nothing-y. Like, nothing really... Nothing momentous happens on it. 
They unveiled the women's tag belt. Well, I guess they did do that, but we knew that was coming. Like, I don't know. I just don't get it. I mean, I hope she's back to wrestling in the ring full time at some point because she's she's really really good. I don't mind it as an alternative for her, like for the weeks where she doesn't wrestle. But it's got to make sense, right? She has yeah. random. She has like a random guest on each week, and not really talk to him about anything specific, and then be interrupted. Yeah. No, like, it doesn't really make. And I get like there's no real goal to her interview with Finn. Yeah, what's the point? What were they going to talk about? Mm. And then also she just made a match. <laughs> she made well. They yeah, made you've a got match a match. Your match is next. She made it to happen right now. It's like, like were, were they planning on the moment of bliss segment being 15 minutes? And she was like, "Oh, I'll sacrifice my 15 minutes to give you a match." Yeah. Or does she legitimately? Is she part of the McMahon family? <laughs> what time? Maybe as a talk show host, you get these different acts. Um, but right, Ms. TV. How did we forget Ms. TV? Oh, yeah, fucking Ms. TV. How did we forget Muk Ms. TV? <laughs> the most must-see talk show in WWE. And we missed it out. We missed it out. Missed it out. Um, right, the rest of Raw, then. So, I mean, we had a... So that sort of right. Elias... I meant, meant to go back to the Drew and Dean. Yeah. Thing. So um, we had the, 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 the Drew and Dean match, no DQ match. Drew D, no DQ. Hard <laughs> to luck. say. Um, interrupted what? by Elias, obviously. Elias? <laughs> For fuck's sake. You're going to be the host. Elias. Elias um, to what? <laughs> and um, at the end, there was a, a bit of a thing with Lashley and Corbin and Elias seemingly, seemingly making becoming a foursome as opposed to a, uh, a trio. I love the look on Elias' face. As um, Lashley and Corbin came down and they walked past him and they were like, do you want to get with this? And he was like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have something to do. Um, yeah, so they beat down Ambrose and then Seth and Roman made the save. But in no way acknowledged Dean Ambrose <laughs> until right at the end when they turn around and just like, and then it cuts to ad break. There was, it was, it was really quiet, but I've heard it on kind of um, enhanced audio, I guess. There's, as I think as they're walking up the ramp, um, Roman goes, you're just going to leave Dean like that? And then, like, they don't really say anything. All right. Um, but yeah, it was, I guess it was like, like I said last week, one of those, I could beat my brother up situations, but nobody else could beat my brother up. Yeah. Yeah, because there's no explanation really for Seth helping him out. Not really. Like, I they had that thing last week. Last week. They, but... Like, where, are, where were you? <laughs> where were you out there man? that was quite funny to be fair in hindsight I didn't give that enough credit I thought that was really funny Dean's face yeah Some, someone has um, edited uh, when, when when he said have you completely lost your mind and he, he does that face someone like they made it black and white and slowed it down and then it just played like clips of him in like CZW days like getting his head sliced open or <laughs> him with his long pink hair like as if he was having like war flashbacks and then he was just like eh <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's a bit weird. Um, the rest of Raw then. So we should probably skip to the main part. Well, I'll say the main part. The end part. So this was built up to be a big celebration for Ric Flair's 70th birthday. And I think almost everybody knew it was not going to go without Hitch. And almost everybody thought, well, Becky's interrupting it. And I kind of feel like it was it was a swerve that not a lot of people saw come in. Um, I did because I'd read that he was going to be there. <laughs> Where did you read that? Yeah, I've heard, I've heard people have seen him at the arena. 
Yeah. Uh, so I was when he didn't get when his name didn't get called out. I was like, well, he's backstage. This is why WWE like leak things in the week. Yeah. Because when they try and keep it a secret, people still try and leak it anyway. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> I don't know. It wasn't too much because I, I kind of didn't really think too much of it until right at the end, and I thought, "Oh, something's going to happen." Here. But I still part part of me thought, "Well, Becky's going to interrupt." But then they didn't bring Charlotte out for her own dad. She wasn't invited birthday. to a literal dad's like, birthday party. All these people party. invited, like even the people on the ramp, like Bobby Roode was there. <laughs> Fucking no way, Jose no was there. Jose was and there. had like a like a. 15 second face to face chat with Sting <laughs> what the fuck were they talking I really like, about I love the fact that it genuinely seemed like Sting was completely unaware that Bobby Roode was in the WWE when he saw it because he was just like oh you're here like <laughs> did you see people are making a big yeah, thing did you see the awkward moment he walked past Braun Strowman Seth Rollins he, no he, he shook oh, Strowman's hand I didn't hand even think of that and Rollins was opposite him and he kind of like turned his back to shake Strowman's hand or, or pat him on the back or whatever hmm. and then just yeah continued walking so people are making a big thing of it oh, I don't think that's a thing no, I don't think it's a thing no Sting's too oh, long in the tooth he that. did acknowledge other people and he just sort of you can't acknowledge everybody there you only acknowledge three people really Bobby Roode no AOZ and I Braun mean, Strowman Ricky Dragon Steamboat chopped, chopped him, so do they have heat? <laughs> I don't know. Um, I'm not sure what he was doing as well when he came out. What's he doing with his fucking handlebar moustache? I didn't notice that. Yeah, he's got some weird fucking handlebar shit going on. Maybe it's for a film. He's one of, he's they all look awful apart from Ricky Steamboat, who looked really good. And Triple H. Oh, well, and obviously Triple H. And Stephanie. Um, but yeah, the main, obviously the main crux of this angle was the return of the animal Batista, who uh, attacked Ric Flair, his former his former mentor and sometimes tag team partner and stable mate, and uh, at one point rumored um, foster dad. <laughs> Why was that rumored? It was it was going to be a storyline that, that Ric Flair was his foster dad. Alright, oh, okay. I know that he had a troubled childhood with his single yeah, mum. That was so. that was the background they were going to use. Yeah. <laughs> How bizarre! Anyway, um, so yeah, he beat he beat up Ric Flair. Not that we saw it; it kind of happened behind closed doors. So, to your question, Aiden, why was Ric Flair in his dressing room when the music was playing? I don't know why was he. A lot of people suggested he was going to do the whole walk out from the dressing room. Could do a Goldberg. A lot of people said, "Oh, it's because the stuff with Batista happened earlier, and they were showing the camera from that." But they showed like but they showed him going in. They the showed thing, that weird yeah. angle, so yeah. that wouldn't make sense. Yeah, it wouldn't make sense. And where was his wife? Well, I mean, she ain't gonna get in the way, Batista, is she? <laughs> yeah. Unless he beat her yeah, up as but, well. Like, you didn't hear her screaming or anything. It no, just seemed true. very unprofessional. I just think like if they're gonna bring him out. They would have him in gorilla. He'd be there waiting. His music was playing, and he was still just sitting chilling in in his fucking changing room. <laughs> yeah. It was a bit weird. Anyway. So... Deserved it, in my opinion. <laughs> so, Batista means the shit out of him, quietly. Um, and then just... I mean, Batista looked like a million bucks, but he looked weird. Like, there was something weird about him. I couldn't really tell, but then he's got nose piercing. He's got... Uh, he had a blue sunglasses. A blue nose piercing and blue sunglasses yeah. on Raw, when on SmackDown he was wearing red sunglasses. When he was on for the 100,000 show, yeah. 
Um, yeah. So it just looked a bit weird, but it looked, it, I'm intrigued. I don't care about Batista. I don't particularly like Batista. And I don't care for a Triple H versus Batista match, but I'm intrigued by it. I'm intrigued as to where they could go. I I wish, I, I saw a theory saying something similar, but I wish there was now a takeover between now and WrestleMania purely so Batista could hijack it. Be, be, yeah. Beat up like, I don't know, attack Nigel, attack Myro or whoever, attack William Regal. Yeah. Get on the mic and be like, because it could be, yeah, I guess. Maybe what, just what do is, it with an episode of NXT, but the problem is they're so they're pre-taped so far in advance that everyone would know. Yeah, Rollins did it at Takeover. Oh, he did, didn't he? he yeah, he, Takeover. Um, it's so like because his what what he said was, uh, "Have I got your attention now?" Yeah, as if because like he'd gone. What I'm assuming they might be going for is he's, he's come out in the media and said that he wants to do. And he wants to come back and he wants to do a WrestleMania angle with Triple H. Yeah. But they've never quite been so keen on that. So I imagine that maybe this is the kind of thing they're going towards. Yeah. So if that if the case is him trying to get Triple H's attention or whatever, then have him hijack NXT. But the only problem is, the only takeover is two days before Mania. And if you do it on a, on a weekly episode... People it would get that. leaked a month in advance. Yeah. I mean, there's a, there's a few options. He can beat up Vince. Everyone does that these days. <laughs> he could kidnap Stephanie. Kidnap his kids. Going dark here. Um, You're going quite attitude here, right? Yeah. <laughs> yes. um, yeah, there's a few guys I can go. And I'm quite intrigued by a Batista. A heel Batista, I think he'll be a heel. But then it's quite hard to be a heel against Triple H. Right. And let's be honest, who isn't looking forward to a Triple H WrestleMania entrance? That's a good point. That is a good point. Uh, so we'll see what what comes of it. I'm quite interested by um, by what we WWE going to serve up. In but how week. often he'll be there? I imagine he'll be there fairly often. Yeah, me too. Um, well, we'll see. We'll see what they go with. So now, whether it's just a one and done, I don't know. Probably would be. Nah, what you mean? Just that this week? No, I mean just the one match. Oh yeah, yeah. That's why. Because I, I mean, he's getting on a bit, isn't he? He's over forty now, isn't he? Yeah, he's late forties. I think 40s. mid to late. Um, it was a late bloomer but yeah I think that's, that's pretty much everything we've covered on Raw uh, the other news I wanted to talk about was um, Bruce Pritchard being rehired by WWE as part of the creative team yeah a lot of people are like did, did Pritchard produce this show because it's better <laughs> yeah yeah. Because they, they said I don't think he would have done when he got hired which is what last week they said it wasn't even last week I think it was this week they said oh no it would have been the week it would, it, would have been, it was during the week last week I forget week. that Raw is on Monday yeah <laughs> they said Starting next week. All oh, right. So I don't know if that meant he he was there, like because yeah. in order to be creative in creative, you would have to come up with some stuff in advance. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, whether or not he this was his kind of show or not, we'll never know. But it was it's just really a good random coincidence to get a whole new creative team, though, isn't it? Like a few weeks before Mania. It's a very strange time in WWE to have all these NXT call ups just appearing on WWE TV. Which we haven't mentioned to have a new creative. Oh. You've got to feel a little bit sorry for EC3, haven't you? Yeah, where's he gone? He lost to Apollo Crews on main event this week. There's That's tells you all you need to know about EC3, really, doesn't it? He is in the bottom 1%. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Imagine EC3 to AEW. <laughs> that won't be long. EC3 does the J-O-B. <laughs> that should be a t-shirt. Yeah. 
Uh, also, Mojo Rawley's disappeared off the face of the earth after his couple Easy of promos. Easy Free's won 1% of his matches. <laughs> Mojo Rawley, yeah, that was a bit weird. Um, Lars Sullivan has just ceased to exist. Yeah. Uh, they've really, and Nikki Cross, she was on the ramp, but that was about it. They've really done well with these initial NXT It's like they went, these are the ones we've called up, and then Triple H has got, no, these are the ones you should have yeah. called up. <laughs> yeah, Vince, fuck you, these are the ones you should have been. Yeah. Um, so that's not gone well, it, it's telling that I think the best one they've done any kind of any good job with is Lacey Evans and all she, she does is walk out and walk back she hasn't done anything I mean she started the Royal Rumble but that's about I mean, it heavy, heavy Machinery they're on Raw this week oh yeah Heavy Machinery and uh, Otis made loads of noises also did you notice jeez <laughs> Where did he come from yeah I know <laughs> he, was, he, he, um, he came through the wall yeah it was like, weird I mean, I get that he's like a bulldozer. Um, but did he use some heavy machinery to break down the wall? Um, I really like him. You what? I really like him. <laughs> I did. <laughs> I don't know. He's just one of those comedy characters that I think might be, might be right for a few weeks and then I'll just go off and completely... <laughs> it's just, it was like, he said you were out... In the dumpster eating cheeseburgers. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> As if that's the most offensive part of that sentence. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. He's quite funny, I guess. It's just weird. Like, it's just a weird thing. A weird gimmick. That is, is have, it meant have to you be... seen this thing about macaroons? No. There's a thing on... the French uh, president. I don't know what it's on. But them going around different places and trying macaroons. Who were... Uh, heavy machinery. <laughs> Why? So random. I don't know. I really don't know. I think it was a, they were in France. I'm sure of it. Oh, right. And it, they were trying macaroons and he was just making really weird noises when he was eating them. <laughs> macaroons! <laughs> they should start a new thing called Steaks and Crepes. Steaks and Crepes. Even though it's crepes. But... Yeah, it's true. Um, but yeah, I mean... Heavy Machinery, they probably have done the most, the best out of all of the early call-ups and the new ones are completely eclipsing them. Um, Ricochet, by the way, every single match I see of him, he impresses me more. Yeah, I agree. I'm like that with Alistair Black. And he, he's, the, he's the one, like, um, you, if, even if you're a parent of a kid who watches wrestling and you think, oh, we'll take him along to wrestling because they're in town... You don't need to know anything about him. You just watch him and you go, oh, this guy's really cool. <laughs> right. That's cool. Uh, we don't really have much time to talk about the NXT, guys, so we'll skip that. Well, I want to talk, I about... Want to talk about the NXT thing. Oh, go on then. Go on then. What, what do you think they're doing? I have no idea. I think they'll be on NXT for TakeOver at WrestleMania and then they'll come up after, I think. But in really, I have no idea. Yeah, I'm not sure. I, do, I wonder if... Because there was rumours a few months ago when this whole Fox thing came out that NXT was going to move to Fox. That one, one of their, their one of the smaller networks. I can't remember what it's called. Um, so I wonder if they're using this as like exposure. Maybe. And also, what we could do. They can't I saw a thing the other day with Alice about was basically saying goodbye. Yeah, I saw that, but that that made me kind of think like, is is this a full time thing? It's just weird timing, isn't it? Especially because like Gargano and Champa, are, well, not not Gargano these days, but Champa's the champion. Yeah, which has a nice ring to it. <laughs> also, is he injured? Um, supposedly not. I heard 
that after he was like backstage on SmackDown last week, he was all right. Mm. He didn't look nasty. Yeah, it looked horrible. Um, but yeah, like I, I, I do wonder what what this is like. Four guys potentially all at one time, pre Mania, um, with no real build up. Like it just seems a bit odd. So I wonder if they're if this like this could potentially be like a pre call up, but is used for kind of NXT exposure. Yeah, potentially. Because what they've previously displayed NXT as with the way they call up guys is not good. <laughs> yeah, I don't, it wouldn't be a, an investment I'd be making if I were a company. Yeah. Um, right, let's talk a little bit about SmackDown. We've probably got about, what, 10 minutes to do so. Um, Kevin Owens is back. Yeah, boy! However, he's replacing Kofi Kingston in the Fast Lane Championship match. Don't care. <laughs> A lot of people would care. They would care about this. This is not the end. Yeah, well, of, I don't. This is not the end of that story. No, I've got people are outraged. People are livid. Fuck Kofi It's weird that it's just the same story as what they've done with Becky and Charlotte. Yeah, it is, it is weird. And do you, do you remember? We said a few weeks ago, it might have been just me, how Vince came out and overruled Steph and Triple H a few weeks ago with the whole Charlotte thing. Yeah. And I said, oh, I wonder if this could lead to any dissension. Yep. And then he's gone and done the same thing this week with Shane and Stephanie. Yeah. Completely gone over their heads and made them look like right mugs on national on international TV, yeah. worldwide TV. Um, yeah, could could this lead to any kind of mutiny? I mean, I hope, I hope there's scope for that in the future. I, don't know, I think Triple H might be a bit preoccupied Yeah, Triple H a bit tied up. Shane um, will fight him. <laughs> Shane versus Vince at WrestleMania. No, he'd be in a tag team championship match. Um, or against Miz, one of the two. Shane versus Miz's dad. <laughs> Mr. Miz. <laughs> um, but yeah, Kofi's currently out of the championship picture because, you know, Vince is racist. Uh, Vince just doesn't like him, doesn't want him in it. And I think the way Kofi played this after that announcement did more for him than if he was to have been going as nuts as Biggie and, and Xavier were. Yeah, he was just like, I expected it. Yeah. I knew this uh, would happen. Have, like, having to then come out afterwards and be despondent, but having to get on with it, I think does more for his character than if he was to come out and be like, I don't want to fucking be here. Yeah. I don't want to work with this guy, whatever. It just makes him more likeable because it just makes you want to root for him more. I guarantee this is not the the end of Kofi's air, like his his time in this area of the card yeah oh, well, I hope not. well I mean do I I don't really I love Kofi I think he's great but I don't think he's a main event draw I think he can be he's not f- main event he's not Wrestlemania no it's like for, for, for the lower it. level cards mm. fast fast lane and stuff I see no reason why he can't be in the in a title match I like seeing as this is supposed to be the the era where they listen to us and they give us the decisions, despite the fact that on Raw fans were chanting triple threat and on SmackDown fans were chanting Kofi and they yeah. gave us neither. Yeah. Um, I I can see a scenario where where Kofi can earn his way into a triple threat match at uh, Fastlane. Yeah. Hopefully so, because I would like to see it. And what's this mean for Kevin Owens? So obviously he's come back. It was, it was kind of not much fanfare. Um, is he a bad guy? Is he a good guy? 
Uh, he seems to be playing a character of a good guy who's been put in the position of a bad guy. Yeah. Kind of like... Not not reluctant so much because like, like Corey was saying, like you're not going to turn this down. Yeah, yeah. Um, but he just he wasn't gloating. Yeah, he wasn't being like fuck off, Kofi. This is my time. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it's interesting. Layers. Lots of layers. Um. Nice new tattoos. Yeah, got a whole sleeve going on. Better looking beard. Better looking beard. Uh. Yeah, and a new finisher, I suppose. Maybe. <laughs> oh, that was great. Oh, hell Doesn't yeah. Doesn't he have to ask permission? Yeah. <laughs> well, he's used it previously. He has used it previously. And Stone Cold's never been like particularly happy when he's done it. Same with, with, with Cena, when Cena did the springboard. Yeah. One. But um, I know one was particularly happy when Cena did the springboard. It was just weird and out of character. Yeah. <laughs> it's good, though. <laughs> um, But, yeah, I mean, it's just a weird situation. I, th- I feel Kevin Owens probably deserved more for his return but at the same time yeah he's in a match for the title at Fastlane so you know not a bad situation to be in um, right anything else on Smackdown you guys wanted to mention Charlotte did a lengthy promo with no comeuppance or anything from Matt the... Hardy returned Matt Hardy yeah so Matt Hardy and Jeff Hardy reunited on Smackdown to no sort of like no anticipation for this it looked like for a match against the bar the bar didn't even know yeah. who they were facing because when they, when Hardy's music hit they were like what? yeah <laughs> it was weird a bit strange of course see the Hardys together and it was in North Carolina so you know always a good thing for them um, but yeah I'm interested to see maybe is this a Permanent thing. Matt looked in good shape, to be fair. Yeah, it looks in... It looks in better shape than when he stopped wrestling. Which makes you think, if it's in Charlotte, North Carolina, why didn't they have the birthday party on SmackDown? My first immediate <laughs> thought was that. Surely this would have been a better place to do it. <laughs> yeah, that was weird. Um, SmackDown, uh, US title match triple threat was US quite title. good. That was good, actually. Um, I think there wasn't enough room for Andrade and Ray... An elimination chamber card, but I imagine we're working towards a singles match at Fastlane. Yeah, probably. Uh, are we maybe working towards a multi-man US title match as well? Hopefully, so they can just get it off fucking truth. <laughs> it's the first time it appeared since he won it. Yeah, that's true. And I'd like to thank me for that because you mentioned it. Because I tweeted it out as always when you tweet out about something missing, they turn up the next week. Where's Brock? <laughs> <laughs> um, Anybody see Brock Lesnar? Yeah, to be fair to R-Truth, it was quite funny this week with his whole John Cena stick. <laughs> yeah, it was quite funny, to be fair. Um, and it was a good match, fun match. Uh, you know, Ray Mysterio has actually really, really impressed me since he's returned. I was not excited in any way, shape or form for Ray to return, but he's actually done, like... I thought they'd push him a bit more, which was part of yeah. the reason why I didn't want him back. But he's, like, in that level where I think he's doing the right job now. He's, like, getting Andre Alley over. Still how, having how, really good matches. How long before Matt chimes in and says he doesn't give a shit and he hates him and he's a cunt? You hate Rob Stewart, don't you, Matt? Yep. <laughs> You're quite reserved. Yes, I do. All right, okay. Well, that's SmackDown then, I think, lads. Unless you've got anything else to add. Um, we didn't really spend much time on SmackDown, but, you know, it was a slow burner. We had Rusev and Nakamura teaming up as well, which we've not seen, we've maybe seen once. Um, against Black and Ricochet, great match. But yeah, about I like it. the line Rusev can't crush what he can't catch. Yeah, and then he caught him literally. Yeah, he literally <laughs> did. Um, I feel like we're missing something on SmackDown. 
Oh, I should probably tweet about Asuka as well. Where the fuck is she? Yeah, tweet about Asuka. Did Did you see the the graphic that I sent you earlier? No. Oh, the Maddie Rose thing. Yeah. Yeah. The fuck's going on there? That's, that's um, to be where we're heading. Laziness. That's what's going on there. I feel what? I feel like something else happened on SmackDown. I know we rushed through it really quickly, but I feel like we missed something. I'm not sure we did. Maybe not. I don't know. I'm not massively happy about um, the revival keep losing to the NXT guys twice in a row. Yeah, that's a bit strange. Literally use any other them. team. Literally just won the belts and they haven't defended them. Bit weird. Um, yeah, no Gargano and Champa this week. No, Gargano was at the Ric Flair thing for some reason. Oh yeah, that's true. Um, the Champa wasn't. Champa was seen. on the stage. Was he? Yeah, I didn't see him. But yeah, all right then. We'll leave it there then. I know Matt, you've got to go in a minute, haven't you? So that's good. Um, in important news, it is my birthday on Sunday. So happy birthday to me for in advance. Yeah, go on then. <laughs> um, right. I am not here next week. I know, I know. Terrible, terrible news. Um, I don't know whether you guys will want to do an episode or not, but maybe we'll maybe we'll have one, maybe we won't. But in the meantime, thank Depends you very much. Depends how good Raw and SmackDown are. That's true. In the meantime, thank you very, very much for listening. Um, we didn't get any responses to your tweet about things to ask this week, did we? Yeah, fucking pricks. <laughs> so no one, no one gets a shout out. Fuck you all. That's probably not the best way to end it. Um, but yeah fuck you all but please listen to us and please respond next time so uh, yeah if you want to respond to anything we've got on Twitter you can find us at the PWP underscore the PWP on Twitter and on Instagram um, and you can find Aiden you at where on Twitter don't say go to the search bar and type in this what's your at at Aiden Bunker yours Matt at the Baron Bumby uh, mine is at Ali Bunker 88 um, so yeah thank you for joining us thank you for listening uh, what's been a big big week in wrestling and hopefully next week will be just as good where I will not see you next week but hopefully Manny 